This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves to fire that. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! We are back and we are live on Pulse95 Radio with your boy Omar Duri in the heart of Sharjah. Thank you very much for connecting. And also, man, I missed you guys, man. So a lot has happened since I last uh, spoke to you. There were a few things that went down, including WhatsApp and Instagram. And so many people were affected. Some even found it hard to function. How did you guys feel with that? And what were you... Be honest now, okay, right? Be honest with me. What were you doing when WhatsApp and Instagram went down tell you what we were doing we were playing a football match and we had no idea what was going on until uh, unfortunately one of our own uh, brothers uh, had a little accident on the football field and i had to take him to hospital so once i'm waiting in hospital i'm checking whatsapp i'm checking there's nothing going through so we're going to be talking about that today on the show and uh, and getting your feedback on what you were doing when social media went down and how did it affect your lifestyle that's the first part most uh, sports activities out in the uae happens at night so when did it kick in for you? So let me know, even if you're in, uh, in New York, like, uh, like Florin, or if you're in California, like Debo, or if you're in uh, India, like Masoud, wherever you're tuned in around the world, I want you to tell me what you were up to. Now, in the boxing world, Tyson Fury is set to face Deontay Wilder, but will there be another shock on the cards, or will he cement his legacy? Now, we can't take anything for granted following Anthony Joshua's loss recently, but that's something that's coming up this weekend, so we're going to be discussing that on the show today. The Nations League is also kicking off, so football fans, I know you've been bored out of your brains because you haven't had anything to watch, but there are four teams in it, Italy, Spain, France and Belgium who are, are going to be successful first in the semis and then who's going to win the whole tournament. Plus, we've got the health and fitness segment, as I mentioned earlier. What did you do with your social timeout? Be honest with me now and let me know. And I'll tell you what we did as well on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful. It's time. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show. Man, I'm glad it's that kind of time as well. Hope you guys are having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95 FM Pulse95radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, you've chilling at home, watching us live on YouTube. Thank you very much for tuning in. And guys, remember, if you do ever miss the show, if I can say that properly, you can catch all of our episodes on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, if you like a podcast, or if you prefer a visual, head over to the YouTube channel, type in Pulse95 Radio, and we are there. Right, okay, plenty to get our teeth stuck into. The first one is the health and fitness segment. So let me let me dig into this now. So the other night, in the mid- we were playing a football match in the middle of our game get well soon Nimr um, there was an injury so we couldn't continue anyway by the time we got the player to the hospital made sure he was okay did the x-ray etc Instagram WhatsApp everything was down now the whole world was going crazy at the moment now but what I wanted to ask you is what were you guys doing 
during this period because we, I mean, we were playing football, we were playing sports. Some people like to work out in the evening, so it kind of makes sense. Did you even notice? Were you on your phone when you were working out? Be honest now. Tell me now. Were you on your phone during the periods when WhatsApp and Instagram went down? And if so, how did you feel? I've been hearing a lot of different reports. Some people saying they actually got some peace and quiet. Some people felt kind of strange, a little bit weird, didn't know what to do with themselves. And, uh, and, and some people were in the middle of sports or activities because especially in the league that I coach at um, my team Condado FC who won 7-2 the other day <laughs> just saying uh, first game of the season not bad but guess what your backside is going to be taught a lesson tonight because we have another training session tonight happening so don't get too complacent now we got to keep that game up uh, but yeah so so much stuff was happening in that sense um, it was almost like a social media timeout from everything and many people really honestly didn't know what to do with themselves um did you feel like something was missing is my question and also were you in the middle of a session or a workout or something productive when it happened because i thought it was just me to be honest i <laughs> genuinely thought it was just my phone because I was, I was thinking what is going on why aren't my messages going through uh you know maria's currently now playing with the national team and she's training there and everything so I'm, I'm messaging her nothing's going through in that as well so a lot of things happening and and no one really knew what to do with it you know i was i was actually okay i felt okay with it. it's only about the loved ones that you kind of want to reach out to and you can't reach out to because that's your form of communication but everyone else was was really going nuts over this honestly a lot of people were, were weren't sure what to do um here i've got masoud saying um what did he say? He said, uh, being honest, I didn't even know about it until some of my friends told me. So that's good. He didn't notice. Uh, and Rooney says, Snapchat. Florence, like, I work for a technology company that helps with social media verification. Let's just say it was a very busy day for me. And Masoud, um, but yeah, I felt that I'm disconnected from the world and felt like I was in the 80s. Very good. I like that. What's up, Subi? I see you. Um, Amda said, I talked to my wife for real. <laughs> Didn't I see Lucas Moura say that? <laughs> he's, he's having a wind-up. Uh, Terry saying, felt a little lost, so went to bed. Yeah, you know what? Again, like I said, there was a lot of people that really genuinely didn't know what to do with themselves. Um, the, the Kawash, I think that's Hamoudi, who's, who's messaging me saying, I didn't even notice till I saw the memes. Yeah, and that's the funny thing. Even by putting memes out, <laughs> you can't get it out there because social media is down. So that's, that's very interesting. Um, Sergey, I was cooking. Viber was still working, so I was still in touch with my family. That's fantastic. I like that, Sergey. Yeah, very, very good from Moldova. Shout out to Moldova. Um, but yeah, there were a lot of people that were genuinely like destabilized. I mean, that's kind of like the word I'm, I'm looking at from what happened with social media. When you're, let's say, in an activity or playing sports and stuff, you probably won't notice because you wouldn't have your phone. Unless you're that type of person at the gym who is doing something steady state and is checking their phone or, or you know, looking on Instagram or scrolling through or whatever those kind of things maybe but a, a lot of people were actually destabilized by the fact that social media was down and I genuinely thought to myself I was thinking when I was trying to get to a location to the hospital for my friend um, I was thinking why <laughs> why is 
nothing going through. Uh, even a friend of mine said, I'm going to send you the location for the hospital. We're on our way down to the hospital and I'm not getting the location. I'm thinking, is he having a wind-up? And I ended up at the expo. <laughs> so, so that tells you a lot about how social media, and we say this all the time on the show, does have a major part to play. Now, it's how obsessed we are with it or how engaged we are with it pretty much says a lot. I mean, I use my Instagram for uh, for radio, for work and things like that. And it's great. You know, I, I can't remember the last time, if even ever, and correct me if I'm wrong, the ones who are on it at the moment, that I was live on a show on radio and not live on Instagram. It kind of goes hand in hand because that interaction with human beings is so important for me so imagine if that had gone down while i was on the show i think i think i just feel weird uh, anyway coming up next tyson fury versus deontay wilder they meet this weekend what's going to happen what's going to come out of it what's the mindset into this fight we're going to find out all that and more on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 drop top t muller hardy caprio enjoy this folks this is the halftime show with omar adouri This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Yes, we are back and we are live on Pulse95 Radio in the heart of Sharjah. And if you are watching on the Instagram live, you probably would have got one of your favourite co-hosts here with me in the studio Always always got good banter with Omnia Saleh. What a fantastic lady. Okay, right. So, boxing is in a very critical situation at the moment following Anthony Joshua is lost to Usyk, which we wanted to see a unification of the belts between Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. So, we kind of had to take a step back because of the arbitration that Deontay Wilder has put for the trilogy of them fighting together. Now, the Anthony Joshua and Usyk fight was a very, very good fight, by the way, and Usyk rightfully won with an automatic rematch in the contract, which suggests they're going to be fighting again soon. On the other side, we've got Tyson Fury, who before this fight, we were saying, is arguably one of the best out there and at the moment technically fantastic as a boxer. You could never tell what weight he, he comes in because he flies pretty much around the ring. So, this weekend, Tyson Fury will be facing Deontay Wilder, the bronze bomber, the power puncher. And there's a lot of people that are changing their tone on this fight. Not just because of the psychology coming into it, but also because of the motivational factor that Tyson Fury requires to fight the best Tyson Fury he can produce. Now, in doing so as well, we also know that Deontay Wilder in the first fight and Tyson Fury got a draw despite a knockdown by Deontay Wilder. Tyson Fury had dominated the boxing match. They went into a rematch and there was absolutely no shadow of the doubt. Tyson Fury was the better fighter. There was another rematch to that in the contract which had been taken to court and because he didn't want to pay over $60 million to Deontay Wilder, he then said, right, I'll beat him up for free and then we can move on. The person he was supposed to move on to was Anthony Joshua and now he can't do that because Anthony Joshua is occupied with Usyk for to try and revenge his loss to him. So that's where we are regarding the lead up to this. But when we look at Tyson Fury, especially that the family he comes from, the fighting family, especially his dad, his dad's very opinionated and, and very well um, educated on the sport. 
It comes into this fight now where we kind of question what mindset is Tyson Fury at. Not only that, but also the fact that he requires simulation mentally to be able to bring out the best in him. And looking at Deontay Wilder having lost the way he did and many people ridiculing him because of the fact he had changed teams, blamed on his costume, blamed on previous injuries. Right now, he currently says he's in the best shape of his life. So being in the best shape of his life really has no excuses and also can't really face another loss coming into this fight to be taken seriously against pretty much the big boys. And that is exactly what this league is. It's the big boy league. So where does this leave Tyson Fury? Is he... Maybe the AJ fight could have been a light bulb where he can't afford to be complacent stepping into this ring. He's also he's also said very, very publicly that I'll beat them all eventually. Just, it just takes time, but it does require motivation. And we've seen in previous fights with the Ruiz-AJ fight, the first one, that if you act, if you maybe come in a little bit complacent or act like pretty much the fight's over and done with, it's very, very dangerous. All it takes is one punch. You can't play boxing. And this is something that, you know, with the new coaches in place, with the new plans, I kind of wonder how this fight's going to be coming up to this weekend. Um, it will be at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Saturday the 9th of October, approximately 4 BST on Sunday the 10th of October. And we're looking at this fight where it will be their third fight after a draw in 2018 before Fury gained a seventh round win in the 2020 rematch. And he said, if I if I didn't have any more fights, I would not regret anything. So he doesn't really need to fight this fight. It wouldn't benefit me earning another 50 million or 200 million. You don't need to be rich to live my life. I'm just a normal person who's very good at boxing and a very special chosen person. I could walk away and never look back at boxing again. And what I've done could never be taken away. So I think that kind of tells us that right now, the reason why Tyson Fury is fighting is because he chooses to fight and not because it's a financial thing. Um, Fury with 30 wins and one draw has not fought since the superb display of February 2020. Has it been that long in his second bout against Wilder? And I kind of think that, you know, from the way that he studies the sport, Fury will definitely, definitely be on this and doesn't want to lose his belts. Uh, Joshua lost his WBA, WBO, IBF, and IBO World Heavyweight title to Usyk, so I don't think Fury is going to take anything for granted. Fury's co-promoter, Bob Arum, believes Usyk, not Joshua, should be Fury's next appoint, uh, opponent. And why not? You know, he's earned it. I know the rematch is on for those two, and I know they have to activate it within the next, I think, six months is what they said. But this, this, could, be, this could be massive. And then there was a question of whether Tyson Fury will be helping Joshua. They've had a lot of banter back and forward. Uh, Joshua's already said he will take a rematch with Usyk and Fury believes the Briton could win. A lot of people that don't know about boxing were saying the smaller guy, Usyk, would get beaten by Joshua. And that's what Fury said. Do I think he could beat Usyk? Definitely. If me and Sugarhill trained him for it, we could give him the victory. Then I wouldn't be able to train him for a fight with me. That's very interesting. Can you imagine Tyson Fury training Anthony Joshua for the Usyk fight and him coming out victorious? I think the sweet science of that would be very, very appealing. That could be even a documentary. I'm just putting it out there, Netflix, if you're listening. That could be a wicked documentary, seeing how... Joshua would be trained by Tyson Fury to fight Usyk. Right, okay. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, I asked you a question. What were you doing when the social media timeout happened 
and be honest did it affect your evening now we were playing football so that's our excuse but what were you doing let me know on 4215 at Salat or do or start up into my DMs at Omar Duri and let me know coming up next we are talking about the UEFA Nations League oh god Premier League you just come back man just come back we, we miss you uh, right after the break enjoy this folks this is the Halftime Show with Omar Duri on Calling on all young creatives aged 16 years and above to put their brilliance in the drone video content production to work. There's over 30,000 in cash prizes to be won. Two video categories included cinematic drone and FPV drone. Participants must post their videos not exceeding 60 seconds on Instagram, tagging Pulse95 Radio and hashtagging hashtag Charger Above. The contest is open, so get on there. Let's win some prizes together and best of luck from Pulse95 Radio. We are back, we are live, and we are on the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. Thank you very much for tuning in. Actually, I've had some questions during the break, and uh, funny enough for you that know I've started, uh, well, not started, <laughs> started when I was 17. <laughs> Went back to coaching and coaching in the men's league and my team at the moment, Condado FC, shout out to Condado FC, um, had their first league game, which was 7-2. So a few of you were dropping me some messages at the Instagram live and saying, you know, um, what happened? How did it go? Well, we won our first game 7-2, which was great. It's a good start, but it's not the end product yet. So they're going to be in for a good uh, good session tonight, which is going to be fantastic. Looking forward to coaching them again. Um, a few people have, have met them already, and uh, we've had a couple of comments. Benoit said, great group exercise, seeing the characters of the people where they struggle and where you can help them. Absolutely. Thank you very much for that, uh, Benoit. Fantastic stuff. And yes, this is what happens. I think when you start to put the team first and when you start to notice about teamwork and and different factors in 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 a a league season when you're playing friendlies everything is fine and it's easy and you can kind of get through it and if you have a bad game you'll be fine the next day and it kind of becomes more about yourself when you play in a in a team and you play in in a season it's not really about game time it's not really about who scores the goals yes it's great to be on the score sheet it's great for performances and it's great for building character but here's the thing it's not always going to be you know rainbow and sunshine that's that's something where real characters are formed and if you do win and this is coming from experience if you do win a game and you win by a huge score and someone actually says to you yeah but i didn't get any game time or i didn't get enough game time so to speak you start to notice who's in it for themselves and who's in it for the team and in a league season you're not going to find <laughs> someone at you know Chelsea or or um, Manchester City tell you know um, Tuchel or Pep Guardiola yeah, but coach you know I know we won 5-0 but I, I didn't really play today the, the team comes first and I think the dynamics of the team and seeing how these great group of individuals are now finally starting to act like a team is uh, is going to be very, very interesting season. So make sure you stay tuned and I'll tell you more about it as we get through it because, you know, real characters are formed through sport. I believe that. Not just football. In any sport that you play, you start to see who's in it for themselves and you start to see who's genuinely 
you know, wanting the best for the team. I had a player that played 10 minutes the other day and said to me, thank you so much for putting me in for 10 minutes. And sometimes you'll get players that go, I didn't play enough. You know, so, so that's the thing. You can't always win as a coach, but if you stick to your roots and you stick to what you believe in, then at the end of the day, hopefully there will be a positive result. So that's fantastic to see all the different types of um, nationalities combining, the diversity and also the characters. They're actually good people as well forming to build a team. And you will notice that there will be some players that will drop out. You will notice that there will be some players that maybe don't make all the sessions. And guess what? That is sport. That's what happens. So yes, to answer your question, Hamoudi, that's exactly how uh, the game went the other day. 4-0 at halftime. Uh, I wasn't. I made a mistake in making probably too many changes to try and get as many people to play, which again is my fault, not their fault. Uh, and I take full responsibility. They teach you that at courses and licenses to be able to be accountable for your own actions. And the other team scored two goals straight away and I had to revert back to it. So if I allow everyone to play and we draw 4-4, the coach gets to blame. But if we win and you still get asked, why aren't you playing? You can't win. Who would want to be a coach? Huh? Not very easy, but hey, Overall, very, very pleased with the progress. Compared to a month ago, it's definitely a step in the right direction. So yes, well done, Condado FC. And on to the next one. Don't be slacking tonight, though. I'll just tell you that. Okay, right. So the UEFA Nations League is happening at the moment. And a lot of people have been kind of diverted away from football since the domestic leagues are not really there. Unless it's a World Cup and a Euros, and that's why the argument continues on whether there should be a World Cup every two years. I think people tend to not really find these kind of competitions or friendly games or qualifiers interesting. So when we look at the teams, even though the teams are very, very strong, you've got the Euro champions, uh, Italy, you've got Spain, Belgium and France. And in those teams are superstars. You know, Belgium we've spoken about in terms of the golden era and whether they're actually going to win something with the fantastic players that they have. France has always been a ship that sometimes is steady, sometimes unsteady, and we don't always get the full flavor from France. So that's one thing. And of course, when you look at Spain, you get this feeling that they've been on in transition for a while. But I think because of their domestic league, it hasn't helped their international status because the players are under such high demand. We saw how many games, you know, people like Ricky Pouge was playing and even Gavi at the moment now, who's, who's a star to be to be uh, one to look at for the future. But all, all these factors and all these kind of different types of things are, you know, things that as coaches we look at and even though we probably don't want to watch every single game you know I've had to um, watch games that I have to study have to analyze what can I what can I feel or find out from these games as a coach it's kind of my job and uh, and looking the semi-finals they will be happening so everyone is kind of uh, it's something to have in the background let's say but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Let me know how you guys feel about 4215 and start to do. What are you doing in this two-week international break? And also, I asked you a question as we started. With the social media timeout, what were you doing during that period that it got disconnected? And be honest, did it affect the way you were moving, the way you were functioning, the way you were with your lifestyle? We were in the middle of a, of a match, so... It wasn't as bad, but afterwards, it's the first thing you check. You check and see who's messaged you, what's going on, who's tagged you, who's linked, and all these, all the good stuff. So yeah, let me know. And also, before I, I take a break, best of luck. 
to the UAE versus Tunisia tonight. Uh, looking forward to hearing the results. Sorry, I can't be there, but I am coaching. However, I wish you all the best. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, there'll be a positive result uh, for you leading up to the qualifiers. Shout out to Adij and Maria, who might still be tuning in. Right, okay. We're going to take a quick break. Here's one of my favorite tunes, Rudimental Sun Comes Up, featuring James Arthur. Love this track, especially with the vocals and the beat. And we'll be back for our final segment of the day on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! <laughs> Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. Wow, we're almost at full time already and we have been covering quite a few things. If you did miss the show, head over to our uh, podcast, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, like, share and all that good stuff or prefer a visual thanks to Super Mario. Head over to our YouTube channel and t- uh, click on Pulse95 Radio. Subscribe and obviously check out our show. We've got some wicked guests on there covering some great topics like mental health, gut health and how important the brain is on performance and recovery okay so on the show today we discussed how social media affected the world with the social media timeout a few people were quite surprised by i mean not having whatsapp instagram etc people were really going crazy here they were saying well what are we gonna do we feel like something's missing um, what were you doing at that time? I was asking you guys. Some people said they didn't notice. Some people said that, you know, um, they spent some time with their wife. Some people said that they uh, went to bed early. So there was quite a few people, that, you know, had, had a few things to say about it. Um, but what were you doing? Yeah, keep letting me know about that. And if you don't, uh, if I don't catch your comment or your message on the show, uh, whether it's through text or, or through my DMs, then I will mention it on the next one as well, because I think this is an ongoing topic that has been kind of rattling the world. We also spoke about Tyson Fury um, and Deontay Wilder, who meet this weekend. That's going to be big. We spoke about building a team dynamic in in, in a, a proper league setup. And I'm not talking about just friendies. I'm talking about actually bringing different cultures different countries different races together in a team to build something special we spoke about that as well and of course uh, the UEFA uh, Nations League as well which I mean a lot of people are kind of mixed about it and some people are like uh, well don't really know <laughs> what to think about it Italy, Spain, Belgium and France are playing semi-finals are tonight and tomorrow so let me know if you're going to be watching that and, uh, and yeah that is full time on the halftime show hopefully we should have two fantastic guests for you on saturday in the studio hopefully inshallah inshallah um so make sure you stay tuned for that we'll be announcing that on my instagram 24 hours before and uh can't wait to see you guys again thank you so much for being fantastic terrific terrific engagement on the instagram live and also keeping me company throughout the show i love you guys and i will see you very very soon peace and love guys take care This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.